0: Welcome everybody once again to The Liberation Frequency, brought to you live from the Elderfield Sonic Workshop in South London. I'm your host, Dennis Francois, and once again in the studio, I have with me Dan Colocot, evening, Imran Mirza, Hello. and TJ Sutherland. Yeah. It is summer 2014, and today on the show, we are going to be talking about all those things you love to hate and hate to love. The things that are so good they're bad, the guilty pleasures that we don't want to admit to our friends that we're really, really into. But before we do that, let's do this. I would just like to remind listeners that you can contact us at podcast at liberationfrequency.co.uk, or you can visit our Facebook page, which is Facebook slash Liberation Frequency UK, or you can see us on Twitter at LF Magazine. And now let's get on with the show. Hello. 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 Dan. Hello. 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 Sorry. hello. Dan. Hello. It's been a while, hasn't it, gentlemen? It's
1: been a while. Okay,
0: so it's summer 2014, summer special. I'm not even going to bother with what have you been up to. Have we seen the big blockbuster movies?
2: I've seen one. Uh, I think, yeah, I've seen one.
0: Dan? Probably. Imran? Probably not. Right, okay. It's not really a good start. <laughs> okay, so let's go back there. So, TJ, what have you been up to since you
2: last on the show? Um, I have been uh, to see Guardians of the Galaxy, which I assume was on your blockbuster list. It is on my
0: blockbuster list. Okay. Uh, so let's start with Guardians of the Galaxy. Who hasn't seen it? man hasn't. but we all the rest of us have. Yeah. What did you think? Uh, I thought it was very, very, very good. I've seen it twice, actually. Okay, so on a scale of 1 to 10, where 10 is the Avengers... And one is the Roger Corman Fantastic Four movie. Where
1: where would you... Where would, that's, a bit that's probably a bit harsh.
2: Where would you place it? Uh, I'd give it a strong nine. Yeah, wow. I would wow. agree with that. Okay. What, what about
0: you, Dan? Seven. Seven? Oh, that's a bit, a bit controversial. Nearly everybody I've spoken to about it likes it as much as if not more than the Avengers. Yeah, I'm getting a snowball as well. That's an impossible
1: scale, I'm afraid. Avengers is freaking awesome. I know, (laughs) I know. But people
0: are saying, I think it depends, I think the people who are saying they like it more than Avengers are people who weren't invested in the superheroes. Because Mm, you can get into Guardians of the Galaxy without knowing, and let's face it, even comic readers like myself know relatively little about the Guardians of the Galaxy. So it's completely reachable. It's totally attainable. It's
2: it's a very different film to Avengers. Avengers was... Exciting, amazing—you know—and it was a culmination of everything they built up to that point. Whereas Guardians kind of stands alone on its own two feet. And, and
0: even though there's lots of to tie in because yeah. there's Thanos and there's yeah. the Collector, etc., etc., so there's quite a lot to tie in with the other Marvel movies. But you don't have to have seen them yeah, exactly. to enjoy the film. Yeah. Plus,
2: the, plus the soundtrack's amazing as well. Yes, <laughs> yeah, and they set that up very well yeah, as well. Yeah, of course. Cool. I think
3: it also has the same sort of self-referential sense of humor. Personality as Avengers, which does kind of make it sit very nicely alongside it.
0: Somebody said to me that they thought the dialogue was better than Avengers. Mm. Actually, it's not that Whedon snappy uh, repartee; it's kind of a bit cleverer than that. And I would no, I mean, I'm inclined to agree. Actually, it's very, it's very, very good.
3: My only beef with it is it was incredibly unoriginal. And if you actually break broke it down to the sum of its parts it doesn't it is unoriginal yeah it, it, it to me it was like if marvel did star wars and so many of the scenes kind of riffed heavily on things like independent day We actually looked at some of the action sequence especially the spacecraft and the fleet attacks and defending it just it could easily just sit frame by frame as something that was in um attack of the clones or one of the Prequels in Star Wars. Well, they are all owned by the same company. Well, <laughs> <laughs> even, even and I, I have a real ear for sound effects. There's even sound effects where you listen and you think, oh, how? that sounds exactly like the, the miniature attack UFOs or squad UFOs mm-hmm. in Independence Day, that kind of high pitched noise. And it's things like that that I really do pick up on, and it really irritates me. Right.
0: Okay. So you're not to be included in the general review. Of <laughs> um, so Imran, do you plan to go and see this movie?
1: I, I probably won't see it in the cinema just because that's the reality of it. But I would very much like to see the film. You
0: should. I think you should make the
2: effort.
1: Do you to think see so? It yeah. yeah. It's
2: definitely big screen. Yeah. Um, right. yeah. Although the second time I we went to see it, I, unfortunately, it was a bit. It was a late showing. It was a last minute job, and it was a small. Um, Empire in Leicester Square, and the only seats left were on the front row. So, but it's quite a small screen. But when you're sitting on the front row, it's like it's, it's huge. I have so, front
1: row for Spider Man Three in the IMAX, Oh <laughs> which is the worst <laughs> seat. Oh, no. And it's that's why you wear glasses sweet. now, basically. <laughs> <laughs> it's the
0: worst seat wow. now, Imran. So, what have you been up to? Not the cinema, obviously. No, it wasn't the cinema. I was
1: almost close, though. Saturday just gone, I saw the stage version in the theatre of Let the Right One In. Ah.
0: And Is it Let the Right it, One In or Let Them In?
1: It's Let the Right One
0: In. Right, okay. Because the original... Book. Did they change
1: what? the name for the Hollywood version? Yeah, I they think did. they did. They yeah. did, not oh, they? No, really.
0: Now I've been, well, I've been meaning to go and see that, but every time I walk along Shaftesbury Avenue, mm. I'm totally distracted by the Angela Lansbury performance <laughs> in the, <laughs> the next door, I really want to go and see that. Well, imagine um, my surprise
1: when I thought that's what I was going to see. Uh, <laughs> wow! Imagine my disappointment. <laughs> um, yeah, I imagine I'm going to hazard a guess. Everyone's seen one iteration. No. of that really, no, you've no, read I the haven't. book or no, not seen no, any no, of I the I Oh, I figured. All three, yeah. All three, wow. Wow, okay. (laughs) Okay. Um, Yes, so I've seen the Swedish, it's Swedish original, isn't it? Yeah. I've seen the Swedish film. Right. Uh, So it's always kind of horrible watching a play of something you've seen and know backwards because you can't really judge it on its own. Right. It doesn't make you think in the same way because you've already thought about it. Um, But it's it's quite um, gory as hell. Really, I, I was I was stunned. Have you seen the the, the play? Or, no, no, no. I really the play is, to. it. So is incredibly yeah. graphic. Like there so, are so w-
0: for someone who's not seen any of it, not read the book, not seen the play, yeah. not seen the film. Would you say it's worth going to see the play? Should I see the film or read the book before I see the play? Because I do want to go and see it on stage. I'm more. Uh, it's more appealing to me on stage than it is for some reason.
1: If that's the case, I think you should definitely see it in some form or another. It's that good a story. I haven't seen the American version, um, but I he- I heard it actually have had very good reviews.
0: I've heard yeah, the American that version. The American yeah, right. version, in some ways, is closer to the book. Oh, really? Than the than oh. than the Swedish yeah. film.
3: It it kind of it misses out a few key elements on purpose um, to make it, you know, to make it to bring it to a broader audience. They've obviously. I wouldn't say dumbed it down, because they haven't, but they've missed out a few key facts, which I won't give away, because spoilers. But in, in many other in many other senses, it is it does tilt quite nicely towards the book, whereas I think the Swedish version, there are a few areas which, again, they've missed out. So if you probably combine the two, you'd probably have a really good, close adaptation. But both are really good on their own merits, which you know how I feel about some remakes. And uh, especially when it's a bit unnecessary. But I have to say, it did a, did a really good job. Moving yeah. on again.
0: Dan, what have you been up to?
3: I, okay, I won't talk about Guardians of Galaxies. I saw um, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. Seen really, it. really, really. Uh, is it
0: Rise or is it Dawn of the Planet Dawn of the Apes? Dawn of the Planet. Dawn, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Everybody gets that confused. One, yeah. Was the Rise of the last one? Rise was the previous one. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. Like,
3: okay. um, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah so we, was, we saw it yesterday. No, uh, yesterday I saw Into the Storm. Uh, okay, which was um, incredibly generic, uh, Hollywood by numbers disaster movie with fantastic special effects, but sod all else, which is exactly what you'd expect. Yeah. I'm sure loads of people will go and see it, but yeah, anyway. But uh, yeah, no, um, I think um, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes was was pretty awesome. It, it surpassed all expectations, and I think possibly because Rise. I really, I didn't go to see it at the cinema. I kind of waited until it was on uh, DVD, and then I consumed it, and I was really shocked at how well they dealt with that material and how you know uh, brilliant it was. And this one is. It's much more apey than the first one. <laughs> <laughs> 20% more ape. Right. I know what that means. It really, it primarily focuses on the apes right. rather than the, the human segment of it. And, you know, Gar- Gary Oldman, who, you know, is a pretty big time player in any film, has a fairly small role in it, which is quite surprising. Whereas... Uh, Whereas the guy who plays, uh, actually I won't, I won't go into spoilers, but one of one of the main uh, characters, uh, whoever voices one of the main, one of the main apes, is just awesome. It's he almost even better than Andy Serkis, in my opinion? Right, it was also awesome. I
1: don't know if it's spoilerish to ask, but or to answer, but mm. is James Franco's character in it no. at all? Is, he's not mentioned? No, as, no, no like so. Ten years not, later, isn't it? So he's, he's potentially yeah. Dying. So he's not. Yeah. He's
3: not. No, he's not. They don't deal with it as in they don't try and cut him out or explain why he's not there, they just essentially... um, They've just brought another human lead to it who who isn't... That's the only disappointment actually that James Franco didn't reprise that role and I was really surprised. But he does get mentioned, it's not like they pretend all that didn't happen which is good because I hate that. When you get a sequel, and they literally everything that happened in the last film, they kind of if those actors and so let me ask you a question. This so so is obviously a it. direct follow on from the previous film. It's That's ten clear. Years, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. 10 yeah. Years. Is
0: yeah. the previous one connected to the Planet of the that came out about ten years ago? Was that a Pete Jackson film? Uh, no, Tim no, it's Tim Burton film. Yeah. Is there any connection to the Tim Burton film? No, I don't no. think so.
3: No. no, thank God, no.
0: Yeah. Right.
3: I mean I don't, to be fair I don't hate that film as much as a lot of people do but yeah no they're, they're not it's a completely different um, right. universe okay
0: well for my part uh, it's been a long time since we've been on the show so I'm I could sit here and talk about different films I've seen for ages so I'm only going to mention one Godzilla did everybody see Godzilla? no this, oh, actually uh, no I did see it sorry yeah, yeah. <laughs> so What were your thoughts there? I fell asleep during it. Wow, that (laughs) says that says a lot.
2: I, um, in fairness, I I went to uh, went to the premiere, and um, fell asleep
0: in the premiere. Yeah, I had a few
2: glasses of wine, and um, but I I, yeah I didn't. I don't fall asleep in films. It's one thing I don't do. Um, Well, unless I'm at home and I'm on my bed or whatever, but. In a cinema, I never thought of even films, but for some reason, it just didn't grip me that much at all. Not that I didn't enjoy it, but I, it, I just kind of oh. felt
3: neither here nor there about it. It was a bit. How did know. you How did you feel about them? Uh, I think everything that was the monster itself and the the villainous monsters was pretty awesome. Every every time they were on screen, I think um, the actual the Japanese. Mythos and all the kind of films and material that went behind it with such careful due reverence, so that the actual monsters look fantastic. Everything was spot on, in my opinion. I'm not, I'm not an expert on Godzilla, but for me, that that was brilliant. But everything else around it, all the various different characters and plot lines, yeah. oh, they're all a bit, bit meaningless. Yeah. The,
0: I, I, felt, I felt that the monster stuff itself was great. Yeah. The monster fight was. Absolutely great, that was really good. I mean, despite the really, really thinly scientific base use of electromagnetic pulses as weapons by the monsters and stuff. Do you know what? I actually but that's thought right. it's a monster <laughs> film. I actually
3: thought of, of Dennis when I was watching it and, and there was all this science and I thought I bet I bet if Dennis sees this he's gonna be wriggling in his seat with with annoyance but you know you don't
0: go to see a film about giant monsters and get nitpicky about the science come on you know so so I'm happy to let that pass what bothered me was like you say it was all the stuff around the film and there's one thing in particular and it's not that it bothered me so much in Godzilla but it bothers me in general in movies and it's that scene you get in disaster action world end-of-the-world films right where where it cuts to the military Right, mm-hmm. and they've taken over this town, mm-hmm. right, they, they, they're their military staging post in somewhere Southern California, I can't remember the name of the town, something something Southern California, and the camera pans along, and what you see is A truck, a truck come in, and all these soldiers jump off, and they all start running. (laughs) And then you see a bunch of people marching along, and you see some jeeps go by, and some soldiers walk that way. normally a Chinook. Yeah, a a helicopter flies off, (laughs) and a camera pans around and there's a train full of people with some missiles. And you think, what are they doing? (laughs) They're just walking about. just walking about a truckload of people comes on and some soldiers jump off and go huh, 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 and some other soldiers jump on and go somewhere else they're not doing shit do you know what I mean they're just and this is Hollywood's they're view mo- they're mobilising that's what they're that's it's, right. Right. it's a Hollywood's <laughs> view of how the army mobilises and you, I, I was thinking to myself they, surely they can do a better job than that. Is that is that really what what the army does? I love that
3: that's the point that you picked out. Yeah, that's that. It just bothers. It just bothers. The I have to me. say, because you're like this, so in, in one bit in into the storm, right? They're in they're in a school, and at any one time, the pupils and teachers seem to number I don't know, maybe a hundred, maybe two hundred. So hence not a big school unless they're all hiding somewhere and you can't see them on camera at one time they go into the car park and because obviously it's a storm and they've got to make sure that there's as much vehicular mayhem as possible. There's about fifty big yellow buses. And I'm like the first thing I'm thinking is not like, oh no, are they gonna escape the storm? It's like, why do they need all those buses? That's ridiculous. That's almost like one per pupil. Maybe it's a private school, and they do have one per pupil <laughs> but yeah. the best thing sorry I, I I will finish on this but the other thing is how many you know, I, I, I've never lived in America I'm sure well I know you have um, but I didn't know that small towns really were, like really kind of small community small towns just happened to have an airport outside of them with, with about 50 Boeing 74 <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm glad it's not just me then because I was like I was like wow it, that, that storm sweeping up Boeing 7 where the hell did they come from where's yeah, nice. the airport sorry nice.
0: enough so aside from Godzilla the only of what I've been doing is reading a lot of comics and I just wanted to mention I finally finished because it, reading Lock and Key um, which is uh, we talked about Lock and Key a couple of years ago so six volume wow um, by Joe Hill who's the son of the um, Stephen King um, although it's very hard to make that connection. He's obviously done quite a lot to not live off yeah. his dad's laurels. And the artist is a South American guy, I can't remember his name at the minute. And it just looks beautiful, it reads brilliant. It's Lovecraftian horror, um, but with a modern, quite modern twist. It's just really, 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 really good. And It's the kind of thing that when you get to the to the end, you kind of want to go and read back again, because there's lots of stuff earlier on which was just very cleverly placed. And you think, oh, wow, they, you know, it's a really, really tight story. So, because um, we spoke about it, I think, on one of our early podcasts about, you know, getting into comics. Um, and I think I mentioned it then. And so now that the whole story is finished, I cannot say to our listeners, indeed, go out and get Lock and Key, six volumes, hardback bound. It's very good stuff. Is it available digitally? I don't know. Probably because everything's available digitally these okay. days, it seems. And I think if you if you don't make your comments available digitally, you're missing a trick. Yeah, but it's worth reading it in paper form. Okay. I, I as we've discussed before, I find that when I read comics digitally, I don't spend as much time enjoying the art. I'm glad it's funny because um, I remember yeah last time we spoke
2: about this, and um, I started reading uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Funny enough, there's a. Whole new uh, one that's been done by Brian Michael Bendis. Yeah. Um, Brian, I write everyone with the same dialogue, Bendis. Yeah. But um, <laughs> really enjoying <laughs> yes. it. But they did something very clever. I'll show it to you later. Where you know normally when you have the uh, view when you turn the page and it does it panel by panel. Mm-hmm. They've got um, this new thing in one of the editions where it's almost like it's animated. So when you turn the page, it's the same picture, but the but the speech bubbles appear. On the same image I'm not explaining it very well But As you change the image It So say for instance Someone's running across the screen As you change the image It moves As though they're running Uh, across the screen Yeah yeah I see. And it's quite clever Because I remember you saying that You don't think the way comics are written at the moment Is Works very well with the That's right yeah That uh, view but I think that's quite clever. So that's way. that's been
0: done with a digital reading in mind. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's Rather than
2: just the rate the usual comic style that they're trying to squeeze into.
0: It would be interesting to compare the print version. Yeah, with, I think we might have that. Actually, we might actually have that Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, I'll show uh, I'll, you. Anyway. I'll so.
3: Have you um seen the anima Watchmen, the animated series? What, what the what the the motion comic? The motion comic. Yeah, right. I don't like mo- that. Mm-hmm. I don't like those.
0: It's like a kind of cut-out slideshow. No, nah, it doesn't work well for me. It's kind of unnecessary, I think. So um, let's move on a bit and talk about the summer blockbusters. Well, not the summer blockbusters. I was specifically wanted to talk about the string of superhero films that have been out in the last six months. So we've had four major ones. We've had The Amazing Spider-Man 2. We've had Captain America 2. We've had uh, X-Men there's a future past. And of course, we've had Guardians of the Galaxy. Have I missed something? I yeah. feel like i Thor? And, there, and I guess there's been Thor as well. So there's been quite a lot of superhero movies. Have you, I, I, I've seen all of those. You've seen all of those. You've yeah. seen none of them. No, those. no, I've seen
1: Thor 2 and Captain America 2. You've seen Captain
0: America 2. I've seen all of them. You've seen all of them as well. So how do we feel about them?
2: Um, I think Marvel are doing well. I think. <clears throat> Uh, Captain America, absolutely enjoyed, absolutely loved. Um, X Men. On a
0: scale of one to ten, where ten oh. is the Avengers <laughs> and one is, is Ghost Rider, where, where would you place Captain America?
2: Um, Captain America, I would say it was up around
0: eight, possibly nine. See, I, I'd give it a nine as well. Yeah. I think Captain America Two. I've only seen it once it was nearly as enjoyable as The Avengers was. Yeah. I mean, it was re- It was much... Because the first one, I wouldn't have given it a score. It was all right, but yeah, it was it, no big deal. I I think f- even...
2: The first one for me, I, I wasn't expecting too much from it. It kind of did what I thought it was going to do in terms of setting the stage for Captain America, yeah. and telling a bit of the background story. Um, but yeah, the second one really kind of upped the ante. It was, yeah, brilliant film. Um, I always thought
1: his story was going to be the most compelling, because at the end of Avengers... Iron Man's going to go back to being Iron Man. Thor's going to yeah. go back to being Thor. So seeing Captain America adjust into this. Yeah, always it's always going to the, be the most compelling story within. She would not. I I thought it was fantastic. See, I I yeah. think they
0: did a very good job of making him into a super soldier because I don't think that's ever really been conveyed well in the past or even in the comics. I mean, there's that scene where he's literally running through walls and doors. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I mean, he's just he's superhuman. He's supposed to be, and I think a lot of people don't 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 recognize don't know, so. that. They also the other the way they did Falcon. You know the bits with, um, how do I say Scarlet Witch, Black Widow were really, really good, and they all all felt very, very balanced. I can't
2: can't think of any weak points of the film. To be honest, I I liked what they did with um, the Winter Soldier character, right? As well, I mean, Um, uh, uh, action
0: scenes. Of course, you can. can. before Um, Before I get there, one of the things I wanted to say was that I like. I like it in general that Marvel are not pandering to new viewers in any way. If you're not on... And I'm, I'm almost directly quoting another something I heard on other co- podcast here. But, so, re- respect to the Geek's Syndicate guys, but they said this, and I completely agree. Uh, if you're not on the Marvel train right now, too bad. You need to yeah. go back to the beginning and watch. Because they're pulling out villains from the Marvel Universe that no one... You know, like Baron Zola and, and what have you, they've yeah. got, they talk about repulsive technology and this, that, and the other, and, they, and without even blinking or trying to explain it as they go along. Do yeah. you know what
2: I mean? Well, that's, that's, that's what I mean about the, the first Captain America film. And in fact, the first wave of films, it was all about setting the stage, and now they're going to really just go for it. And, uh, you know, like you saw with Avengers, they just went straight into the action, no background stories, none yeah. of this, just straight into it. And yeah. that's, you know, I think that's what you're going to, well, from maybe Thor which was a bit weak for me but um, yeah.
0: but yeah Captain America straight into it no need for any further but, explanation but Thor did show us a quick route to get across London in Russia <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wasn't aware of <laughs> to be fair also
1: can I say one more thing about Captain America credit yeah. to the way they tied into the
3: S.H.I.E.L.D. show yes yeah, so they did yeah, that yeah. really really yeah. well as well and now Dan and just oh, to oh, come back oh. to what Imran was saying I think after um, Captain America was when the Shield got really good, right? Yeah, Because <clears throat> it's been pretty. Pedestrian. It took it took
0: up until well it took up until the four tie-in for it to start to get interesting. But it was the Captain America <laughs> one. That yeah, cause I, lost,
2: I lost my way with it probably about a third through it, and then I kind of kind of stepped away from it. And then someone at work said to me, oh, it's getting good again. It's getting good again." So. I, kind of chug through, chug through, and then, like you say, towards the end, and then the whole time with Captain America, mm. and all that, yeah, that just got really, really good.
3: We worked it out, didn't we? It was like episode 17 yeah. or 18, that it Shouldn't suddenly started to take, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So then,
0: okay, so outside of Marvel Studios, but still Marvel, you've got uh, Days of Future Past, and Amazing Spider-Man 2. Amazing Spider-Man 2 is quite way back now, we're mm. in August, and that was back in April
3: or May, wasn't it, yeah. April? What did you think? Um, I thought uh, X Men Days of Future Past was absolutely awesome. I would give that an eight or a nine. I right. just, yeah, it was superb. It's my, it's my favorite film out of all of them. Oh, Okay. Well, all of the X Men films or all of the superhero films? All of the superhero films this this year. This season. Yeah. Right. And I think it's comparable to X Men Two. I think it's kind right. Of, okay.
0: Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. I mean, it's got there are. I mean, there are some very obvious. Plot holes, plot holes or yeah, and massive, issues with but, the film, yeah. but that's to be expected given what's going on. As soon as you, and you know, it was already a bit right. iffy, and then they bring in time travel and bringing people back to life and, and all sorts of stuff. That's true. Yeah, I thought it was okay. Spider-Man Two, on the other hand, I was quite disappointed about. Yeah. The yeah. at the end, it was a you know, I, I left the cinema feeling generic. In. It felt like a if, lot of generic. If they had stopped the film, ended the film at the funeral, yes. Yeah, what it would was have been great. was
2: that little well, it was right bit at the end, end.
0: that was completely, and so utterly unnecessary, unnecessary. Yeah. and, you know and really brought the tone of the film down. For yeah, me. Big what time.
3: kind of I felt a little bit massively conflicted because they shoehorned all the bad guys and obviously gave you like a sneak peek at all the bad guys coming mm. that they've all somehow originated through Oscorp. You know, there's. There's Rhino, yeah. there's um, well, you Doctor see, Octopus, you see the fact you see Doctor Octopus, Vultra you see, Ryan, or, see the Vulture, yeah. and Electro,
0: which are, I mean, that's the Sinister Six, but that's not the origin of the Sinister Six. No. It might be in the Ultimate Universe, and I've, have you know, said this on here before. Marvel are doing the movies; it seems more based on the Ultimate, Ultimate Universe than is. than the regular one, right. but. I'm not. I'm not sure because I'm not really that up to date with the with the Ultimate Spider-Man stories. But yeah, you're right. They. I think one thing, that, one part of the film that I did
2: really enjoy, although I'm not sure I can, you, you've not, not seen, it. seen. it? I haven't seen it. Okay. You um, can you can go go ahead if you want. Well, how they handled the whole Gwen Stacy. Um, oh, right, the death of Gwen. Yeah, Sorry. I catch that in the bag now. Um, <laughs> yeah. The way they did that was even you know, I knew well. The way I felt about it, I knew it was coming and I knew it was going to happen. Yes. But the way they handled how it actually happened, I thought was very clever. It was very good. Yeah. Because even right up till the last second, you, you were like, thought, yeah. is it going to happen? Wait, no, it's. It, and, yeah. and then the way. That was it, brilliant. I mean, that's what I mean. If it, they yeah. just stopped
0: the film at that point, yeah. I'd have walked away and said, genius, oh Christ, that, thought, that was yeah. brilliant. Yeah. Because it's so whimsical up until yeah. that point, really. Yeah. And they should have just killed it there. But. Yeah, so you kind of get to that and the
2: ending, and you're like, okay, well. Yeah, totally. To, yeah, it just deflates you at the end, I thought.
3: Positives, though, I, th- I think, is it Dane DeHaan? if I got that right? I thought he was fantastic as the Green Goblin. Mm. Although the kind of origin, how they tried to explain, you know, what, what is the Green Goblin as some kind of uh, hereditary, vir- uh, sorry, no, hereditary gene or disease kind of condition yeah. was a bit strange. Mm. And also, I think Jamie Foxx was really good as Electro for the main part. But it, it just, every time I saw him flying around, it just made me think Dr. Manhattan. Yeah, well, my,
0: my, my problem with that though is that the whole way they did Electro was very reminiscent of the third Batman film, the one with, with Jim Carrey as the Riddler. The whole Edward oh, oh, Nigger, you know, the yeah. whole Edward yeah. Nigger, yeah. Yeah, right, for the company, yeah. idolising someone, and he gets, <laughs> you know, industrial accident yeah. at work, and he gets, it. it's like, not quite beat for beat the same, but it's yeah. really, really similar, and the whole time I was sitting there, I thought, wow, this, they've, they've, they've just watched. It's copy and
3: paste. Yeah. yeah. And, and plus, the, the kind of, the origin of Electro was a bit, it was a bit sort of kitsch, because I think, the trouble with a lot of films, um, especially a lot of the, the, the main Marvel canons, is you don't get, I don't know, the, the, the kind of iron, the iron Man, some of the origin stories are kind of handled quite quite well mm. and I think the, the, the Spider-Man, or the Amazing Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man 2, the origins have been a little bit, I don't know, they've been really kind of kitsch and really sort of... A bit of a throwback and that mm-hmm. that kind of because i think i think with with batman you know uh, batman um, dark knight it kind of just, it brought it to a much more serious level mm. and you kind of compare that to spider-man 2 and it's like uh, yeah but it's Sp- quite that's
0: interesting because the amazing spider-man the first one with andrew garfield and batman came out at the same time and i thought the first amazing spider-man film was a much more enjoyable film than the Batman film the Christopher Lennon Batman film I enjoyed it far more
1: which Nolan film was it then the
0: third the, no, third, the, third, the Nolan Batman, Batman oh. film because they were out at the same time last summer mm. and I, you know and it's on record you just have to listen back <laughs> yeah. to this podcast I was he, not that's not what I was it. saying beforehand mm. I was dissing the, 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 the I was expecting to not be impressed mm. by the Spider-Man film mm. I think that's why I was so disappointed with the second one because I thought the first one was actually quite in, in enjoyable it was a bit of a romp it yeah. had the right amount of camp in it it had the right amount of funny in it whereas the Christopher Nolan yeah. Batman film by comparison was just too dark gritty and real and it made you think like a man could really dress up in a costume and do that and Mm -hmm. I don't want that for my yeah I want it to be a bit larger than life you know and I just felt that there just wasn't even a spark of anything Mm -hmm. in there like that you know what do you guys think of Garfield as Spider-Man I quite like him as Spider-Man I didn't think I would but I think as As Spider-Man Spider-Man
2: stroke Peter Parker
0: see as Spider-Man I think he's great as Peter Parker I'm yeah. not sure,
3: actually. I'm not sure. They've normalized him too much. Well, they've
0: modernized him, I think, yeah. as well. He's, he's not a the... bit too hip and trendy. Maybe and he's not the bookish or... Peter Parker, the classic Peter Parker from the original Spider-Man comics, a was a, was a nerd, yeah. Yeah. like a bookish nerd. Thick bottle and awesome. glasses, yeah. books in his hand, getting picked up on and beaten up. Whereas, before, whereas Garfield at the start yeah. is pretty cool anyway. And why do you need powers as well? Exactly. <laughs> in that regard, Toby Maguire was probably a better Peter Parker in that yeah. regard. But that's not to do with, I think,
3: Andrew Garfield. That's to do with the way the park has been created. I think so. he's all right. I mean, I think he does his job, but I still, pretend Spider Man 3 didn't happen, I still prefer Maguire. Okay, let's move on again
0: we've all been there it's two o'clock in the morning for some reason you can't bring yourself to go to bed you're flicking through the tv channels and suddenly on the tv there's that film or that tv show that you just you're just glued to the telly you can't stop watching it even though it's absolute rubbish what is that show for you Imran?
1: I don't know. I've, I've had real difficulty with this. I think I've completely closed my mind off from the fact that other people say it's crap. So I've, I've got two lists of things that I love that are not well liked. Okay. So we're talking, let's care. start with us. Let's
0: start with your guilty pleasures. The ones that you don't really want to admit. We're going to have it's an amnesty fancy. here. Yeah, <laughs> Come on. Uh, do tell, you want me to start off? I'll yeah, start you, off. Start you, you, off. Go, you go. Sometimes when I'm walking down the street looking like a bad man, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, if, if you were to take my headphones off and put them in your ears... I and mean, you, do music as well. Yeah, I might put oh, some no. music in. You might, you might hear a little bit of... Yeah. There you do,
2: go. What, do you know what? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all coming out now. <laughs> to be fair, the reason why I like that tune kind of is because it was produced by the Neptunes. See, yeah. it is. So, it's that, a very so well, that gets so the blame. But
0: I know in my mind, it, but it's a very well produced tune. It's yeah. like the instrumentation. Well, it's it's, 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 for it's yeah, great arrangement, it's so, great, great tune. Isn't it? yeah. But. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think so.
1: But. Toxic. Hmm. Slave, oh, oh yes, so, no, yeah, sorry, yeah, I'm getting
2: so confused, so, yeah, slave, yeah, so, who did talk, so? well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're you you just just <laughs> <laughs> I've just been left hanging out to try, it's
0: good. It's good arrangement, but at the end of the day, it's Britney, no one wants to admit to having Britney on their iPod, do you know what I mean, so, but it's a guilty
1: pleasure, I don't care, Do you, you turn like it down it? when you like, walking to the office, little, to make yeah, sure yeah, you're like, not yeah, hearing it coming in I of you? I be careful not to sing a lot so, you know. Do you rock the Britney down?
3: if I was to listen to any tune it would be that one I'll right. give you that Okay, but that's what I mean it's a guilty pleasure. Oh, one so right. in the whole I'll, world I'll, I'll, that I'll, would be the tune to be fair I'll, I'll concur so it's an alright tune right
2: so I've so right.
0: thrown that out there so now back to you man. what about your your, your, your guilty pleasures See, after that he, he's
2: gone yeah to it's, it's pretty bad
1: okay I'm going to start with film I can only acknowledge this as being bad films because everyone else said so but Karate Kid What's wrong with Karate Kid? They're yeah. widely... Karate Kid 3, for example. Oh, okay. Wow. See, oh. Right see, well, like yeah, right. I, I say, Yeah. <laughs> I mean, granted, he was 34 years old, playing <laughs> 17. <laughs> was he actually 34? No, you know what i be surprised he probably <laughs> was. Late 20s, at least. Bless him. Right. But I don't know why they insisted on keeping him 18 throughout yeah, the entire... Dude, well, under 18 more, throughout yeah. the whole thing. But, like, Karate Kid 3, for example you love that film like I truly I truly truly adore right. that film but sometimes I'll Wikipedia films and it will say like critical response universally panned, one of the worst films ever and you're like and you're well up you know yeah. <laughs> what right. film. And a, another film that I completely love and I'm just amazed that again it got very very bad reviews including The Makers that they hated it, but Ghostbusters 2.
3: I knew you were going to say that. I love Didn't Ghostbusters really? 2. No, I think Marvel. I've Marvel. only I've seen it the 2. once.
0: I've only seen that one time, but I don't remember it because I was quite young when I saw it in the cinema. I don't remember it being that the bad. The thing that, the
1: thing that, I, well, I love it. And Bobby I, Brown. I saw an interview. Yeah, Brown. There was, I <laughs> yeah, read a, a, red- red- a rubbish as a doorman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, but the song. Uh, on, is, our yeah, own, on our own. On awesome. And there was an interview, I think with, Potentially Empire, and they were interviewing, this is very old, they were interviewing either Ramis or Ackroyd about, gosh, the longest gestating film in the world, Ghostbusters 3. And they were saying, you know, how's it going? And they said, yeah, we have a script, we have ideas, etc. And then the, the interviewer sort of cheekily said, huh, hope it won't be like Ghostbusters 2. And then the, and then whoever it was, Ramis or Ackroyd, who obviously they were both heavily involved in making them, said, God, don't worry, we won't make that mistake again. Well, got, I got not what <laughs> what? Wow, oh my that's my really bad, that's really bad. So. <laughs> oh, my gosh.
3: Mm. But for the record, I love Ghostbusters 2. So, so, so do it, I. So do so I yeah. Ghostbusters I'm
0: not sure I would agree that that was universally panned. Well, apparently yeah, so. It, yeah, apparently yeah, it was. was. It, it
3: is frowned upon. See, whereas for Karate Kid, the problem I had with it, I, I enjoyed all the films, apart from... 2 Wish. Awful. Apart from the one with the, the woman, Hilary Swank. Yeah, Hilary Swank. And, yeah, Hilary Swank and, and the, the remake with um Jayden. oh with uh Jaden uh, Smith. Smith. Yeah, which yeah. I haven't seen. So I, I I'm, I'm just it's not, not commenting. It right? it's, it's not
2: too, it. too oh, bad. It's not too bad. Jackie Chan. Yeah, as well. it's so yeah. yeah. He does
0: kung fu, and not karate. But okay, in all of the films, he does kung fu and not karate because Mr. Mr. Miyagi. He's not a karate guy, is he? Oh. Okay. I mean, what? I, I don't know. Someone out there correct I me, but I don't right. believe the crane manoeuvre oh, is that's oh, no. uh, Yeah, It's okay. completely made up. Well, I thought yeah. the rest it of the was, it was all
1: were based on oh, karate. So. Oh, anyway, anyway. the concept of kicking and punching, but that's yeah. really... Yeah. Dan, <laughs> guilty pleasure?
3: Uh, I would have to say probably the Police Academy movies. Oh. <laughs> <Brilliant>. <laughs> <laughs> what, even past three? even the last three wait wait I 15 we, films it, seven, really? 7 7 I believe I think the, one of the last ones was like I remember the, the Moscow incredibly, one yeah it was the yeah. Moscow one oh, I, I think remember. there's something about them some of them some of them don't get me wrong One, two, three, and 4 I will happily dip into if they're on I will be just like you know what I'm, I'm going to watch it but if if it's like you know the the kind of 2am on the sofa and i can't bother to go to bed and and five six or seven comes on it's like watching the most enjoyable of car crashes <laughs> it's so bad <laughs> but anyway the, the writing standards bearing in mind this is you know i mean i think they went throughout the 90s didn't i, I don't know how i wonder when the last There's probably probably still being made any anything past. Well, Anything that's not
2: any of the ones that didn't have Steve Rottenberg in it, which I think the first three I think it might have been it.
3: four because I know that uh, because of my age, the first one I, could, I went to the cinema to see was four well, which four was Citizens on d- Patrol. See, for me, oh, it so might have been, I've seen that. Like, for me, no, no, no,
2: which is the one It might have been three, which is the one in Miami. Okay. One in
3: Miami? Ooh. was
2: that, that the second one? I don't know. So, for me. They, they have, to have
0: Steve Guttenberg. Confusing. Yeah, and I don't know the actor's name, but he's gonna have Hightower. Yeah, and yeah. they're gonna have Boba uh, um, Smith. Yeah, Boba Smith. Yeah. They're gonna have uh, Michael Winslow, the human yeah. beatbox dude. Yeah, preferably Bobcat Goldthwait. in two, <laughs> <in, yeah. laughs> yeah. and three. I think yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, In two, he's Mr. like a yeah, and yeah, then yeah. he becomes part of the police yeah, squad, yeah. which I think is genius. He's one
3: of the best characters. Yeah, I mean, it was a classic formula, and Bobcat Goldthwaite was just fantastic. What annoys me though is when it's
2: on, say, ITV on a Sunday afternoon at three, like three in the afternoon, and they show like one of the first two or three, and they have to edit the crap yeah, out of it because <laughs> there's there's loads of filth in it, but it's cut to shreds. what is the
3: no one gets that reference. Yeah. I, every time I pull that reference out, everyone's yeah, like, what? Because I've literally gone, oh, uh, what are you yeah, going it's to It's not look, very politically, it's politically correct. It's not politically yeah. correct, but, but everyone looks at me and says, yeah, oh, where is that then? Is, can you give me a, can you give me directions? And I'm like, I, I, it's, yeah. it's not actually real, so, I'm sorry. Um, TJ,
2: what about you? Um, oh, okay. Um, probably my biggest film, Guilty Pleasure, has got, well, okay. One's really bad. And one's not so bad. The I'll start with the really bad one and then try and style out. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, right. The I can
0: I can hear your colleagues? I can hear your <laughs> leaning in, yeah. leaning into the radio speaker.
2: So there is a Kirsten Dunst film uh, where it's the cheerleader one. I was trying to think of the name of it today. I think it's like. Bring it on or something like that, and it's this before It's I remember and I, I ended up watching it one Saturday afternoon, and for some reason it was it, I saw it about fifteen times in the space of one year because it always happens to be on TV. At the same time. And I just absolutely enjoyed it. It's it's cheesy. It's American teen crap, but it's it's one of those films where you just like oh, that's actually quite enjoyable. Yeah. Um, thankfully, none of you obviously have seen it, so <laughs> so. Um,
3: <laughs> that's how. <laughs> I'm, that's I'm, that's I'm moving on to the next one uh,
2: my other massive guilty pleasure is um, Big Trouble in Little China that cannot be a, that's guilty, not a pleasure. guilty pleasure that's one of the most well, awesome films that's of all like, time. that's in
0: my top five best films ever yeah no, fair enough I think I've got a DVD of it over
2: there oh, yeah no but it's one of those films where not a lot of people outside of maybe people that are into films like us have necessarily heard of it or whatever. But or I guess unless you and were it, a and teenager it wasn't, when yeah, it came and out, and it wasn't necessary. It wasn't obviously a you know critical success or whatever. Yeah. But it was massive in its no, time. It was it's a big in the was Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was do, you know really what, do you know what?
3: Do you know what happened in America? There was a big backlash because it was one of the first kind of fairly big budget Hollywood action movies where they made the um, the the hero look a bit of an ass. Yeah. You yeah. Know, he didn't actually come across even though he's the lead, yeah, uh, Kurt Russell looks yeah. a bit of a you know, they actually yeah, made him into real, a dick. Yeah. Apparently it was a massive backlash. They hated that. Because I mm. was well, saying, yeah, this you that's why I thought that's I
2: didn't think it was that much of a success it, I, well, at the time. Of the I thought it was I I more actually of a of yeah, yeah, it. Yeah I too. thought it was a bit of a cult success, but I n I didn't think it was necessarily a a popular movie or, a, or a, you, I think yeah. you're probably right. I so think so it's so grown. it yeah. It's got like, yeah, on like video release and stuff like that. So many so great,
0: great quotable lines right,
2: right. Right. And since to the point where I was actually watching this morning as I was getting ready for it. But that's <laughs> right, well, great mood for the day.
1: Since we all agree that Big Trouble in is a great film, let's go back to that Curse and Dance film. Yeah. Is sure. okay. <laughs> <Yeah, yeah. laughs> <It's So>, She's <laughs> all that? Well, um, it's kind of
2: that sort of vein. And it's, yeah. i I'll. i myself. I'm going to do it <laughs> I'll, I'll
0: relieve some pressure because no that was music so, I'll, so film wise uh, like you with the Police Academy films I you know if there's an American Pie film on I'm just gonna watch it do you know what I mean obviously you're all going for cool films <laughs> right? man yeah, I'll just watch it but more recently just to give you some hope my, my current guilty pleasure is the film Pitch Perfect Oh, yes. Which I have to say is actually quite a funny film. Uh, yeah, it's not that, what though, it yeah. appears. On, on the surface, it looks like it's, it's, glee. Like it's, yeah. glee, it's glee, but it's, but it's not. It's taking the piss it? out of yeah. It's a spoof film, but yeah, they don't it yeah. so well, I think a lot of people think that it isn't likely. It's just really funny. Yeah. And, you no. understand like the stuff
2: is See, quite I good. have a bit of. I'm going to embarrass myself in more now. <laughs> I have a bit of a soft spot for kind of films in that sort of vein. Not in terms of, oh, I'll go out my way to go and see them, but if they're on TV and they're right. like. Catching a bit of them. I'll end up watching them and... Do you sit
0: there in your big, pink, fluffy yes. slippers? Yes. <laughs> I can totally see it. I can totally see
3: it. See, I don't get the the Fast and Furious series Because, I mean, don't get me wrong, I like car chases and action, but they just can, look... Uh,
0: well, yeah, okay, but at this stage, can I just say that uh, uh, one of our other Liberation Frequency podcast um, guests, Bernice, straight to the cinema every time one of those films... No, yeah, well, absolutely. Absolutely. the same
2: as our well, guilty as Really? Yeah. Okay. When I saw the last one, How many of them are like 6, six are weren't they? And they're doing sevens. They finished wow. doing seven. Because you know, Paul Walker died during. Yeah. Like, um, so they've kind of. You know. <laughs> see, I but jumped yeah, not,
3: into the franchise, I think it was the Tokyo Drift one, because basically. That was a bad idea. I bo- Oh, okay. That, was, well, there that we go. was the low light of the series. But hang on, you're saying, just just rewind, <laughs> you're saying that that's a bad one
2: in the series, so I made it. Tokyo be doing Drift, yeah. That's, of all of them, that's. That's the low light of the series because it it was a it was a weird film. So on it's... a
0: scale of one to ten, like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, where I ten guess. is the original and <coughs> one is <laughs> bullet, <laughs> no the other way around. So <laughs> ten is All bullet right. and one is <laughs> the original. Yeah. <laughs>
2: um, minus fifty two. Wow. <laughs> okay. It's it's. It's yeah, it's a horrible film. So, so we it's got, got none of the original characters. It's set in a different area. It's just an odd film, and then Vin Diesel turns up at the end and gets a paycheck. Right, literally so, walks on and it's like, yeah,
0: cheers. So, we got to this whole topic idea not because of guilty pleasures, but because of films which are so bad they're good. And this all started because the other night on TV. ITV2 graced us with Sharknado. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I was just flipping through the channels and Sharknado was on. I just ended up watching the rest of the film. It was like 45 minutes worth of film. And it's just ridiculous. I mean, it's just so... You know, just when you think it can't get any stupider, it gets stupider. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? (laughs) And now they're making a Sharknado 2 so and I've done it, haven't I? I yeah that's that's it. done. it's out it's, but it's that all started
3: out. with um is it the, the, the piranha okay
0: so roger corman has made i mean his, his list of films he's made is just absolutely incredible so i'm just looking at but recently since 2000 he made uh dino croc super gator wow. dino <laughs> shark dino croc versus super gator <laughs> of course. sharktopus piranaconda
1: I love this merging <laughs> of animals. <resistors. laughs> He's
0: done in the mid nineties. He made Carnosaur two and the Wasp Woman. Sorry, Carnosaur. Carnosaur two. Is that an amalgamation of car and dinosaur? It's Carnosaur. I I am guessing I it might be. Is. Carnosaur three <laughs> is Primal Species. Uh, primal Species, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Um,
3: I I, I it's I Galaxy of Terror.
0: He made Battle Beyond the Stars. Please sir. He oh, made a I'm film called there. Grand Theft Auto. I'm not sure it's uh, Death Race two thousand. The original.
3: Know, That's that his. That now that, that was actually all right. Yeah. The, fir- the first the first one was. He's a producer reason. on Death De- Death Rate 2000. Which, unless you're talking about the very first, the first one, or the rem, or the, no, the, the very more recent one, right. remake. No, the,
0: no 1975.
3: Yeah, yeah, the oh, okay, okay. Even the, the, the recent remake was. alright. See well. I seen that. That's good. Yeah. Once yeah. yeah. like I. Oh, okay. <laughs> <steady, laughs> it was all He's right. <laughs> 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 I think it was Jason Statham. But just to just to
0: put it in perspective, well, right? His first film. As producer, um, was Monster from the Ocean Floor in 1954, uh, followed by Swamp Women, so and then followed by (laughs) The Beast with a Million Eyes. So you know he's been got some pedigree. I think it was The Beast with a Thousand (laughs) Dicks. He also made, interestingly, 1955, (laughs) The Fast and the Furious. Oh wow! Producer and stunt driver. Bloody hell. So you know, this man has uh, a <laughs> has got a history. I'm surprised yeah. he never, you, you know. Some of, later,
2: some of those later, some of those later films,
3: though, man, they just sound amazing. Yeah. I don't know about guilty pleasure, but um, one of the things that's kind of hard not to turn away from is the original um, Lord of the Rings film with the. Like oh, what, road, with the rotoscoping, rotoscoping, yeah, which oh, ended up being so that. expensive they couldn't. couldn't they couldn't finish it. the actual film, could they? It's no, not, yeah. But it, it's such a creepy and strange. I think I've seen that once. Yeah, yeah. they used yeah. they used to show it most Christmases. Yeah, yeah. But now obviously they they show the actual, the actual one. Yeah, you know, but that's not a bad film, though. Right? Well. I don't know, there is something inherently bad about it, but it's quite compelling, because right. when it's on, it, it, it's just so weird and strange, <laughs> it's, I, it genuinely is like nothing else out there, just watching, it's just <laughs> when was freakish. That, when was that made, so, was that back in the 70s or 80s? I don't know, probably, yeah, hmm. probably, probably 70s or 80s I would have said. Can I just say two of my favourite so bad, they're good, they're bad, but so good, they're bad (laughs) films are the Crank 1 and Crank 2. Yes, yes. So, so good and so, so bad. So bad. but just Just an absolute sensory overload.
2: It's it's relentless. It it kind of, as a gamer, it's it's just literally like watching a live-action version of um, Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Because it is just guy going around on a rampage for... Obviously, that's kind of how they how they made it to absolutely be. Absolutely, like, a bit, yeah. But it's just bonkers. And the <laughs> se- and, it's just yeah, the, the first one's insane. And then the second one, you're like, okay, so... When I heard they were going to make it, the second one, I was like, wait, didn't he die at the end of the... Sorry, spoilers. Didn't he die at the end of the first one? Um, uh, and then they have this crazy robot heart thing. It's just absolutely
3: <laughs> insane. Iman... Dennis, have you both seen Crank or Crank 2? No, I haven't. No, I've seen the no, first I one. I think I'm on the first one. Yeah. Imran, what do you well, think of the first uh, one? It's a
1: perfect film to bring up in this discussion. It of, makes no sense. Out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, what, what scale are you going to put this film on? <laughs> one being
3: Gremlins. One being. Bring it on. <laughs> bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. What would you give it? I, I think a good three and a half, but two of <laughs> those two of those, oh, two, two of those yeah. points
1: are really for the, the the sex scene in the actual film in the, in the <laughs> middle of the street. Just yeah. it's not spoilers; it will ruin nothing. But um, in a bit to it. keep his heart going, because that's the point he has to keep his heart up by a beat. he has sex in the middle of the street with people wow. cheering. It's you know worth two points of my three and oh, a half. Okay, so okay but adding. same
3: question for TJ. Come on!
2: Oh, what well, on the scale? Yeah. it's got it's got to be a, a strong eight wow <laughs> I just I I'm enjoy it you. so much I it's on TV, yeah, I'll, I'll happily watch it and if one of my favourite bits though is um, it would be uh, the cab driver when he drags him out and calls everyone and says he's it, says Al Qaeda I thought that was so harsh it's yeah look at your face right? yeah, that's exactly I mean I that's think how crazy it is
3: I dare you to watch Fifteen minutes of it, and then to stop watching. Okay, <laughs> all right. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll report it. back in the next podcast.
1: Moving away from film, so I, I wanted to have have a quick discussion about music. I typed into Google or uh, sort of songs, you know, just to sort of get my mind going. Songs that are so bad that they're good. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> they had, they had a VH1 VH1 prepared list of awesomely bad songs. Nice. They, they, they created a list of 50 and I've written down about 10. And I'm just going to throw them out there. The thing with, with someone told me about a couple of years ago, and it's the most distinctive music critique anyone can ever say. There's no such thing as a good song or a bad song. There is only music you like and music you don't which is the, the, the best summation of music yeah, 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 in the whole yeah. wide world. Didn't I say that? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, you said, to- you said, I like Toxic to help the rest of you. <laughs> so, and they, they create lists of awesomely bad songs, and I can't think of a list that would, you know, you know, people would say, no, that's rubbish, or, you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, I think with film, a university bad film is universal. Mm. Okay, so I'm going to throw some songs out there and see if we agree that this is an awesomely bad song or an awesome song. Right. <laughs> okay, I'm starting with a cheeky one. Rick Astley, never gonna give you up. They're saying it's an awesomely bad song. Okay. It wasn't when it came out in its time, it was That's a, a pop, it was a pop, hit, a pop hit.
0: It's become something else because of the Rick Rowling Rick Rowling, yeah. 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 So I would It say was it's just another eighties, pop. Uh, it's it really, not isn't it? it's not an awesomely bad song. It's we, a song okay. from it's a pop song from the eighties that you like or you don't, but I wouldn't say it's a bad song. Okay. Are yeah, yeah. we in agreement? Uh,
1: yeah, okay, yeah, i, I that. Yeah. Rex and effects Rump Shaker. That's uh, a freaking great song. I don't even know mm-hmm.
2: that. I'm um, not a massive fan of no, that song. I
1: know. Really? Song, yeah, no. Pharrell? Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I love Pharrell, but uh, <laughs> he produced it. He wrote Teddy Riley's verse and Chad Hugo played the saxophone. The other mm-hmm. half of the nipsy. Yeah, that was like when they were so. lined with. Two princes, oh, uh, spin doctors. 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 That's a great song.
0: I quite like that. I quite like that because mostly because it brings me back to a very specific point, space and you know,
3: place and point in time. Mm -hmm. But it was quite a good song. It was a great song. Lyrically, it was absolute guff.
0: (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> I disagree. with it. Didn't make any sense, carry on. Phil Collins, Susudio.
2: I, I, that's I, a great I won't have bad word to against Phil. Exactly. Sorry. No, it's a great yeah. song. I have no it's idea a what pro-
1: Susudio is, but it's a it's yeah, great yeah, song, surely. I think it's an, it a name of a girl. I
3: think it, it is. Really? Yeah. It's like a restaurant. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was like a, like a weird blue oyster club. Yeah, it shampoo.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah, a great song. Awesome bad song. Song. Okay,
3: move on. <laughs> <laughs> well, by Cisco? By Cisco. Cisco. Yeah,
1: to yeah, me.
0: that's an awesomely bad song. It's awesome. That. It's true. It, it is, is actually it's quite, quite a really good beat
3: to it. Yeah, too, it's quite a catchy song. It's just the, the, yeah. the it's, subject matter. Just yeah. and Cisco's a dick. So. Is <laughs> I mean, and, he, and he's about three foot. Yeah. He is about three foot. Uh,
1: yeah. okay, I can got two more. Uh, Informer by Snow. Informer. <laughs>
3: Uh, Uh, I love that so much, I, as a kid, I tried to (laughs) (laughs) I tried to memorise how to say the lyrics, because I was like, hey I'm white, I can say these lyrics <laughs> I would, and I was like realised <laughs> I would
2: say it's awesomely really bad because if you were in a bar somewhere and it came on, you <laughs> wouldn't walk out, you'd
0: you'd hear it and you'd go,
2: Oh yeah, I remember that and okay, you so kinda of laugh. At on that.
0: that note, I was in a bar in <laughs> Holland and there was a lot there was there was reggae being played yeah. and stuff and I went to the counter and I said, What are these tunes? I was with another friend of mine. And it was the stat, Snow album. And oh, played wow. everything <clears throat> except for Informer. And the rest of the album, at that time, I'm not going to say it was brilliant stuff, but it was, well, it was interesting was... enough for me to say, well, who's oh, this? Because I, so I could it. tell it wasn't oh, like an artist okay. I'd heard of before. And then I was thought, well, that's <clears throat> interesting, isn't it? Probably the one song <laughs> that, <laughs> that, that, one that one they song picked that. up was one, And maybe the guy had some some talent. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I was really stoned. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 yeah, so if
0: anybody there like you know wants yeah. to pull me up on that well I will, com- I will admit it to being or well, if anyone starring. wants to buy then it's the Snow
1: album <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but
3: just listen to the lyrics it's informer you know see daddy misnome I got blame a licky boom boom down it takes a man to daddy misnome stab someone down the lane a licky boom boom down what Whoa. Uh, oh, can you do it musically? In far. I used to be able to. I, I won't embarrass myself trying to do that now. But, that was uh, so easy. Sam, can you
0: spell it out for us slowly? What does he actually say?
1: Are those it actual says, words?
3: Yeah, so it says In informer, you know me, daddy, me, snow, <laughs> me, I get blame, I awesome. licky boom boom down. Detective man said, "Me, daddy, me, snow, me stab someone down the lane." So that's how that Jar Jar Binks <laughs> story. <laughs> that's, that,
1: that's Jar Jar. a Jar Jar a informer. linking them Wow.
0: Okay, so you got one more wow. for us. One more. One more.
1: Uh, Billy Joel. We didn't start the fire. I was surprised at that. I just thought it was a Oh is, is, is this from your search? Yeah. yeah, this is from the this is VH One's list. Oh, that's a classic. Of awesome, yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Awesomely yeah. bad songs yeah. by VH1.
3: See, I'll I'll give you two. Baltimore, Tarzan Boy. No? Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> and then um uh Cotton Eye Joe by That was on the, the list, I didn't write it down there, yeah. <laughs> that's,
1: that's well that's just awful. See that's what I
3: call, you know, any of that kind of nineties dance like out there, brothers, wiggle, 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 or who let the dogs <laughs> so, yeah
2: One tune that makes me cringe is um In the Jungle, the Mighty Jungle, the Lion Sleeps. Like. Oh, that's exactly- Which <laughs> version I of it has been redone so many times? Yeah, yeah, but- who was it by? It, I don't know, I don't care. I hope they're <laughs> in the <a laughs> pit of the spell. Wow. Wow. It always like, reminds me of School disco just, is that. Yeah, then. i just it just. It right. makes me cringe inside whenever I hear it somewhere.
0: I bet you
3: don't like Come on Eileen either. <laughs> no,
0: come on Eileen, I can
2: do I no, no, that.
3: No, I, right. I, I, I can't stand it. For or, about two seconds. And or It's Raining Men. no. <laughs> oh. Okay, so moving on from music. <laughs>
0: um, is, what about reality TV? All of it. All of it? <laughs> you never watch any reality TV? Uh, I... Is there no. any reality TV? Because that is the ultimate car crash. No. That they're Actually, they It's just so bad. Because like, I've never really been into... Sorry, I thought I was going to Go. I've never really been into Big Brother. But there have been a couple of seasons of Big Brother where due to the people mm. I was hanging around with, I've ended up watching two or three consecutive episodes. And then yeah. once you're, that, you're in. You're locked so in. You know, you're locked in. You need yeah. to know what's going on. It's shocking, isn't it? How, how it kind of grabs you. Yeah. And pulls you in. But when they were doing... I don't know which channel it was where they'd have like, the all-night cams.
3: Yeah, know, yeah, yeah, and you
0: come back, you, you come back from the pub or clubbing or whatever, and you're just sitting around on the couch, you flip watching the TV, and, and and <laughs> it's like I can't get my eyes
1: off the television, but this is rubbish. Were you watching that? Well, I've in, in a room with like people like the, the night ones. Like I used to, I, I was quite a big fan of Big Brother when they first started, and X Factor when they first started. I I was watching it for the first few years. Um, I found it quite interesting, but I was only like Big Brother. was watching the hour recaps. You know, I did you know, flick on that. I think during the day, like, E4 would have cameras throughout the day because they didn't have television. Yeah, they did yeah, have yeah. programming from that time. It used to start from, like, six. And yeah. they used to put it on. And then you just see someone sort of staring. Like, just, you know, it's <laughs> that, that like point in the day. Yeah, but <laughs> then when they, when you could tell when they're about to have a, a conversation about something, then it pans outside. And you've got, like, birds tweeting and stuff. And you're like, well, you've they're swearing or yeah, they're yeah. having inappropriate conversations. But it's like, well, what are you watching it for then? Like, yeah. you can't see anything.
2: Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. No, I, um, I think the same as you. I think I maybe might have watched
0: one or two seasons, but I just reality TV shows just yeah. I but just yeah. They Back just, in the nineties, the original. Do we know what the original reality TV was? I think I do. We discussed uh, it. the real uh, world from yeah. yeah. That I watched the first couple yeah but, yeah, I, but that no. was quite different from what reality TV has become because that was actually just a bunch of people in a house. It's a little bit staged. Yeah. You know, like there was one. One of the seasons was in a house in Port Bella Road, wasn't it? And the rest of the first two were American, the third season I think was it. Oh, in. I didn't see the ones over there, I saw the American it was in, ones. Was, was, yeah. was in. It was still Americans, but they'd all come over to England yeah. to be in a, you know.
2: I seem to remember there was there was always a fight in the nightclub somewhere. Yeah, there was like in the Every first episode. season, I think, or the second season it <laughs> like, like that. Someone's ex will turn up and yeah. then it all yeah. kick off and there'd be a massive fight. But that was quite different from, from what street.
0: from what reality TV ha- has become now. Yeah. So yeah, it hasn't gone away. Well, Okay. Got, now, well now, you've got, got, well, now real... you've got semi-reality TV you've got Made in Chelsea yeah. now it's one of the guys that work forwarded as must see Car- cross TV the Welsh equivalent of Jersey Shore or Geordie Shore uh, or rather. Uh, oh, the, the oh, Valleys yes. or something the, yeah the Valleys and, Values, Values. Yeah. and he, like, he swears that it's like great television <laughs> so um, <laughs> I don't know if I can quite go
2: there I will have to admit I did watch quite a lot of Made in Chelsea simply because of Someone else who shall remain nameless uh, <laughs> end up watching quite a bit of it. Can, Probably like last two seasons. I think. Can Was someone it?
1: break down these shows for me? Because I don't get it. Like, is it staged or is it's, it real? I just I don't know. Well, get
2: it. it's, they, use, they don't use actors. Uh, they, basically, it's made up as though it's them living their everyday lives, but a lot of the scenes are done for dramatic effects. So it's it's, it's all bullshit, basically. <laughs> Essentially. So because basically bullshit TV. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is. Right. bullshit TV. Okay. It's not like the real world where... Well, then again, no, I suppose they would have certain bits for dramatic effects, wouldn't they? They'd kind of set things up so they'd be...
0: See, the you know, only thing they, right now, Gavin and Benice are quite into RuPaul's Drag Race. What the... <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like America's... Top model, but with drag queens. It's on season six, right? Wow. And now, they normally have, their, they'll watch three or four episodes back to back, and I'll try and find other things to do in the house. Yeah. But I have to be honest. You walk in the room, it's like like really. Once you start watching, it's like no, I can't. And like the panel of guest judges will be people like uh, Sharon Osborne or Pamela Anderson or you know it's RuPaul and stuff. And yeah. it's just like oh my god, I can't believe what I'm watching.
2: That's the weirdest thing though. With, with those kind of shows, it's you're right. It's like the moment you if you just completely ignore it, it's fine. But the moment you kind of catch one little bit, yeah, you get, so I was, you get uh, Yeah, I was I was um, at my mom's house the other day, and she was watching this. Another one is American ones that set on an island and the people they're like you've got a bunch of fit people and loads of drama and shoes and they bring on an ex and it all kicks off. And, uh, <laughs> uh, sounds familiar. And uh, I was I was literally walking past the TV and, no, and that was that was our last s- trip to Ibiza. Yes. <laughs>
0: exactly.
2: And um, someone was having an argument about something. I was walking past the television. I kind of turned around to kind of hear the end of the sentence they were saying, and then about 45 minutes later, I was still standing in the doorway watching the <laughs> Yeah, show. exactly. I didn't even realise that. I was like, I've got to go to it. It's like two in a the- row, I've got to go to it. Yeah, like, that's, that's exactly a- what happens. Crazy.
3: That is exactly what happens. Do you remember, um, I I think, I don't think we discussed it on another podcast, but the Flavor flavor one and then Flavor of Rub, I was just yeah. about to mention it. <laughs> uh, yeah. I that was, it was just... It was did
1: you see the one where the incredible. lady took a num- did a number two on the floor? <laughs> no! This is a God's honest university. I've seen one episode and... Well, all these women are basically competing for Flames Flames. Why? Why? Like,
3: why? I don't know. Is mean, a like 80. 80 or something like Yeah, that. he's a man. <laughs> Still wet the like, clock as well. But And they're all these like fit, new, new, young, crazy. Hands, desperate for fame and, you know, and basically it didn't matter. He could do whatever he wanted. He could take them on a date. He could take two of them on a date and then end up like basically shagging one one night and then shagging you know the next night he could shag another but you know it was just perverse well, TV as, as
1: perverse as it gets the, there was the, all the women were congregated in the hallway and there was some excitement for something and one woman wow. she that's, did a number two and she tried to hide at first but then when people went oh look there. There's the a shit, lump of shit, shit on the floor. <laughs> she sort of confessed <laughs> to it. She kind of went, like, oh, yeah, okay, well, you know. Yeah, I got excited. Yeah, it was like, who was that? I got excited. But the thing <laughs> is, I don't, I don't remember so what I she excited, said. But the, the, the best thing about it, which really made me want to watch again, is she didn't get voted off that week. Well, of course. Voted off by who does the votes? Flame of flame, and he I'm, was there, and he went off. Oh, at, you know,
2: at least you know with her, she's going to do something interesting. <laughs> yeah. The rest of them must have been like, Oh, How we're going to drink champagne, that? we're going to chill out. Well, he probably you're going to do a shit. <laughs> I'm keeping you in the house, so you're going to do something crazy. He probably
3: made a mental note and thought, Well, things are going to get kinky in the bed. Yes, I mean, <laughs> yes. I mean she can do that. Well, I can't <clears> believe I've
0: been on two podcasts which has talked about this
2: Oh, this we, The flame of flame.
0: Yeah. Oh, wow. So, my. TV Guilty Pleasure when it's on is actually Tell Cell TV which I don't think sports, I don't, they don't really have it in this country. Like um, QVC. Mm, QVC? Yes but not 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 the stuff where you've got like someone just trying to you know talking about oh, the, the like stuff of the, the, Ameri- the American like the adverts, Infoverts or? or whatever they you call what? I'll, I'll, I'll where they're selling that. some mad product like you know that spray which just removes all hair off your body in one pass or the <laughs> vac pack machine that will make you pack like 200, yeah. 200 suitcases of clothes. Is that, the into, one, is
2: that the one with the English woman here? There's <coughs> yeah, one at the moment that's You're wearing tatchel... with the English woman. Oh, you, you, no, you well, suckle suck really the air? Crazy anyway, this supposed English cleaning yeah. woman, and yeah. she
0: does the air. Yeah, that's or really the juicer nice. machine that can you know those ones and they're like my, 20 minutes long or the exercise machine my,
2: no my favourite one is um, the Sean T's um, Insanity Workout one have you not <laughs> seen that one? i <laughs> have oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually ended up doing the Insanity Workout because of it I, I didn't borrow oh, it oh really? Uh, I borrowed it from a friend um, but yeah it's it actually works, bizarrely, but um, I yeah, it. but um, your oh, shirt just it. <laughs> 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 Take your word for it. This is um, a family yeah. show. <laughs> but yeah, those things are like, yeah, like three o'clock in the morning, like
0: you wake up, there's like, nothing
2: flicking across, and there's some crazy. But adults, the amount, some I mean, crazy I've products. actually
0: bought a product. From, well, I've had a product bought for me. The, there was this product about 15 years ago called the Rocket Chef, which replaces 30 different household <laughs> items right in one device. And it's sort of like a, a hand crank. Blender so I'll take it as anything in your kitchen and, right now well no because the first time I used it to make hot sauce once I'd made it it worked I was like great and then I couldn't open it it welded itself shut and I had to throw the entire thing with all the hot sauce in it away oh, I actually it. couldn't open it again because I don't know if it was my hot sauce or just the speed at which I'd made it turn had welded the plastic closed and you couldn't open it so it was like a one use only I know so, so that's my that's my guilty pleasure for late night TV I, I have
1: I I have I have one as well. Um, uh, I I used to. I it took a few times to get to sort of admit that I like it. I'm disgusted at myself still to say it, but both selector. No, I hate it. It's, it's awful. It's awful. But I love it. But I hate I it. it. I hate that I love it. Every time I, I hate that I like it, it. I don't love
3: it. But. You know, I think we've had this conversation yeah. so many times, but I just end up watching like. The ant and deck ones and a Mel Melty. It's B. just the guy
1: with the rubber mask swearing and doing the worst impressions of anyone <laughs> in the world, and it's just—they're not even really impressions. They're not. Like it's, yeah. Just, yeah. it's just. I just, just yeah, and I, I, I got obsessed a little bit. Blimey.
3: Actually, I've forgotten one. I've forgotten one really bad. It's like therapy pressure. for us. Isn't it it is <laughs> like <laughs> therapy. Um, Basically, they're on at really random times, but they're always on if you've got, you know, um, satellite or... Friends. No, 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 not friends. (laughs) Christ, no. Although, yeah. Someone (laughs) somewhere right now is watching Friends no it's all the various different UFO conspiracy and kind of most haunted style shows oh. you know they're absolute bollocks you know they don't, <laughs> don't have one ounce of them. they're overly dramatic and ridiculous but yeah like, I just can't help but watching and hoping that they actually will well, find you were, something it's like
2: most of those American kind of like drama like the, my parents were watching Cheetahs the other day have you ever seen that no. oh the, cheetahs as not the animal no not the animal thing, right. yeah and yeah, they basically bust people cheating for people. It's just like, how awful is that yeah. that situation going to be? You will have on the TV. Well, show I suppose, as well? I
0: suppose on that subject, the biggest guilty pleasure that no one, even us, admitted to is surely everybody watches things like Jerry Springer when it's on, even though you don't want to. <coughs> <coughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly. <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's yeah, and I think that's a good place. That is a good place to end. Yes. Definitely. So tomorrow morning. <laughs> when you want to what's, what's his name Kyle Jeremy Kyle Jeremy Kyle oh, oh my oh. Anyway, right and at that point I'm really going <laughs> to I hope listeners your guilty pleasure isn't the liberation frequency podcast <laughs> <laughs> that would be that would be sad um, That would be. so bad it's good it's bad it's good Yeah. but if you want to if you want to you know tell us what your guilty pleasures are um, uh, well we look forward to this uh, Babbling at you next time. <laughs> Thanks, listeners. Goodbye, people. Come
3: on. Goodbye, people. Bye-bye. Later, yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs>
0: Excellent. <laughs> Bye. Any more than our generation dislikes the Ewoks. Because you will, amongst our generation, find people who don't care for the Ewoks. But most people are like, eh, they're all right. Do you know what I mean? They're not, you, you know, but it, do they? But do they send you into a rage? Ah, oh,
1: yes, they do. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> Jesus,
0: Jeez. most people are not.
3: Unlike teacher, most people are not sent into a rage by Ewok. <laughs>